You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. Hey, what's up, Queen? Hello? Hey, Em. Hey, yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I think it's something in the background. I don't know if it's you or me. I can't hear anything, so maybe it's on my end. Oh, can you hear me now? I can, yeah. All right, let me see. I think I'm... Let's see what's going on here. We're getting feedback. Let me figure this out. Hold on, let me get that. Let me try one other thing. Hold on. All right. It's real, it's real bad feedback. I don't know what that might be. And I can't hear anything. Hold on. Let me let me switch um, devices for a second. Is that better? Yeah, I think yeah, whatever that yeah, I don't know what it, yeah, whatever that was, I don't hear it now. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It sounded like it was like playing in two different places or something. It's weird. Oh. Okay, cool. Wow. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know. It, it happens, it happens. All right, we're gonna figure it out. Hold on one second. All right. All right, test it one more time. Let's see if we can get this thing right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, we're good. All right, let's make it happen. All right, Queen. Now, thank you for coming on with me. Again, this, you know, this is how it works with technology sometimes. But, you know, obviously I put up that little post today, and I kind of want to chop it up with you because people are still responding, which I knew they would. Um, but, you know, you've been dealing with me long enough to, at least I think you know, long enough to know I like to push the envelope. And it wasn't even necessarily a thought that I had. I actually saw another queen posted i'm gonna say it right now so that we on the same page but it just definitely your responses sparked me to want to just chop it up with you a little more all right hold on one second let me make sure i say this thing correctly i lost my place all right let's see here but um anyway the you know if you remember the post it was just saying the aspect of um just talking about um you know how, as a matter of fact, let me hear it. It says this. I got it right here. Let me say this real quick. All right. So it was a sister. I think her name is Nicole Michelle, if I remember. I want to give her credit or whatever. But anyway, I saw the post and I wanted to share it. And it says, men raised by single mothers ask women, what do you bring to the table? Followed by, what do you do for a living? And then she says, he watched his mother do everything and expects you to do the same. And so seeing that post by that queen, I just thought I just ended up posting, reposting it. But I just simply said, culturally, 
are we asking our women to carry too much? And when I say culturally, I'm thinking of, in a sense, our community, the African-American community in a collective manner. You know, obviously she was making a point. I saw it, and it just kind of made me say, you know, are we asking our queens, you know, in a sense, to, to carry too much? And I think I personally think that maybe we are. But in your eyes, if you don't mind answering, like just in general, do you think – that we're asking too much of our ladies or do you do you see I remember or should I say when I ask that question in reference to what she says do you see how I'm relating the two things I guess that's that's probably what I should ask you I do I do see how you relate the two things um and I also agree that we are as a, as you said like a, as a community putting too much on the sisters I mean if you if you're comparing all of the roles and responsibilities and tasks that our previous generation, the mothers in our previous generation had to do, we're already carrying more than them. But the expectation is that we're going to do the same as them plus everything that we're doing now. We're burning ourselves out. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I'll say, you know, to be honest with you, Renee, like, like what you just said, and I always say coming from, I always say this, I make it real clear, coming from like the hip hop generation, that's what I call us. And I and I, you know, at my age or whatever, I'm forty seven and I say, you know, I'm the exact same age as hip hop and I, and I just kinda call us that. That's just a title I personally take with the hip hop generation. Um, however, you know, we also are the in a sense the first generation in a sense to uh in a sense be raised with the concept of as this post suggested, I would say the concept of, you know, having a, a, a bunch of single mothers throughout the community. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it didn't necessarily start with us, but it became prevalent with our, with our generation and beyond and, and thereafter, if you will. And so I think that what she's pointing out in the post is that for our generation, since that's what we were used to seeing, then we have no, we don't, generally speaking, as boys or as men, if you will, growing into men, if you want to call it that, then we don't really have a concept of that's not how it should be done. If you're, if you're you know, in the, sense, in the sense of if we're burning you out, well, since that's what my mother did, why would I think that I'm doing anything wrong or different? considering that's what I saw my mother do. Now, every young man probably doesn't respond that way, but I do think collectively that that has has been a part of the culture as well. Any thoughts on that, um, Queen? Oh, I I, I feel like that thought process of I'm I'm just going to, and forgive me for for misquoting you, but I'm just going to basically have her do what I saw my mother do I feel like that's just going with with the status quo because deep down I feel like there is a a conscious thought process understanding that that this woman in front of you is doing way more than than your mom had to do. I I think I don't think that our okay, men let are me being ask real quick. I'm sorry, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think our men are being are being honest with themselves when they say that. Okay, so so now what I'm saying, if you please at least put, I'm going to say, I'm going to say you know, obviously coming from my own perspective, so um, I don't know that that happens 
at least from my own perspective. Okay. And what I mean is, what I mean is, so I don't know that a young lady today is doing more than my single mother, who I saw do everything. Like I think, I think if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, I think it is realistic to think if you're a part of that first generation. I would say, for example, um, like you know, like my father. My, you know, in a sense, my father, if you will. Like, I think they could, they they might could say that because they were, they kind of, in a sense, were transitioning from having seen the difference. I'm saying for my generation and younger, we haven't seen the difference. So I don't, like, like, like the idea that I, I think that I understand that there, I do think at this point in my life that, that we are putting too much on our women. Like, I do believe that. I will tell you, though, I only came into that understanding within the last six to seven years of my life because oh, wow. prior to that, there was, I'm just like, I'm saying from a, from a conscious standpoint, I hadn't seen kind of what the previous generation to us had seen, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, so, and I, so I think I get, there's a lot of I think there's a lot of men who have never seen what you right. suggested. You feel I'm not I'm not competing with you here. I'm just putting in perspective yeah. based on the no, ages. Okay, yeah, I just want to kind of put that out there because I, I still, again, I have now come to understand it as a problem, and I just want to even explore the concept of how I came to understand it. You, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Because on my own, I was oblivious to this thing. And, and I'm not trying to give myself an excuse. I'm just saying, if you, you know, someone's like what they say, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm saying there's a lot of young men who don't know what they don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, get, I do get what you're saying, and, and I agree. My my perspective, when you said our generation and younger, that was the, the click for me. Um, okay. I, I didn't think about those younger than us that that probably, and I don't know the, the statistics, have more right. single mothers than, you know, than those that are more around our age. Um, and and a, lot of, a lot of my perception on single mothers for those that are our age. I grew up in a two-parent household, so I can only assume what that looks like. And my assumption mm-hmm. is that it looks like less than what the single mothers have to do today. Mm-hmm. No, I think, and I think I think it's a fair assumption. You know, I'm just, you know, sadly enough, I'm just saying that, you know, I only had a few friends that grew up with their father. Like, for you yeah. know, just be honest, right? And yeah. so, unfortunately, from, you know, again, I'm not trying to give us an excuse, but we don't know what that looks like. Like, right. we, we have to learn right. what it looks like. You feel me? And so, um, but here's the bigger thing why I wanted to even, because there's something else that you said on the post, and I really wanted to dig into that. Um, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. If you have something else you want to say, let me let you no, say that no, before I even switch. Okay, I just wanted to make you're sure good. I didn't cut you off. But um, but in as even even me saying I've only come to understand that we are putting too much on our queens. At least you know everybody doesn't feel that way, and, and people push back, and that's fair. Um, but the reason is worth discussing, and again, partly why I shared the post is because 
now that I have come to understand that in general, in general, collectively, what we're currently doing, and we, you and I both agree we're putting too much on our women, and everybody doesn't, but I'm just saying between us, but in agreeing what, what the reason is it's worth even pushing out a post that's going to create that controversy is because, as I you know, kind of said to you when I said, do you mind coming on and talking to me, was it's the idea that so not only am I explaining that it was normal for us as men because that's what we saw our mothers do. Again, it sounds like an excuse, but I'm not making an excuse, but because it it became normal, in it becoming normal, then then the issue has been it's so normalized even for our young ladies in a lot of cases like i've to to the to the degree that i don't know that culturally we realize this is a problem like i'm saying i i think it's worth it to share because it's time to bring light in my opinion to that what we're currently doing in general not everybody is a problem but i'm saying collectively we almost don't know that it's a problem Agree. It's become so the status quo. So that's what makes quote. it worth it so to share. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. No, no, you're, you're you're fine. We're so used to churning and burning and and just you know being super strong and and keeping our head up and and moving forward to the next day that I don't think we've stood still long enough to recognize that it's a problem. Yeah, another queen posted on the same post because again, this post definitely got a lot of push, you know, a lot of comments one way or the other. And I think this is something I've been seeing recently that I think highlights, again, the reason I shared the post. Um, a sister put out, and I've seen it before, this is a pretty cool thing, it says society has gotten so used to single mothers leading households that men think going 50-50 is handling their responsibility. What do you think of that? I don't know if you saw that post. Um, again, that was underneath the one that you that you posted on. I saw it, and I and I agree with it, and I, I think that you know it, it, I could go down five different rabbit holes on that one post um, or that one response, but I I agree with it. I think that you know men are they're seeking they're seeking someone to match the quote unquote what they're bringing to the table. Um, mm-hmm. And that could be in a few different things, not just financially, but um, they they are looking for fifty fifty. If this is what I'm doing, what are you doing? And, um, and for somebody like me that didn't grow up in that type of household, it's it's a different thought process to just to just look at it and and see that this is what it is now. Right, and the thing is. And, and because we kind of settle for what it is, then we don't explore what's wrong with it. And and, yeah. and, and what happens is when you start exploring it, people want to throw it in these super extreme, you know, you're, 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 you're traditional and you want to control women or, or, or men ain't trying to pull their part. Like they, they put it in those extremes without, right. in my opinion, I like to do nuance. So when you get into nuance, because because I because this has culturally been how uh, kind of you know kind of the westernized way or the American way, you know, but then bringing it home to the African American community specifically, that because I understand culturally this is what it has come to, then exploring it means 
in my opinion, getting into the nuance. Like, like, like when I tell you I had no concept of this until six or seven years ago, like I'll just, I'll give you an example. I'll just use myself as an example. So, um, so even in navigating the different type of careers I've tried to have, I tried to start a, you know, a music label or whatever that I got into sales for 10 years, hated it. And, you know, and, and, and now I have a job with a couple of entrepreneur things on the side, if you will, or whatever. And so, you know, I've always had the, in a sense, the ability to take care of myself. Right. Um, you know, at a minimum, you know, everybody has ups and downs with that, but I've always been able to do that. And because when I tell you, I had no concept of, you know, the burden that we generally, generally speaking, the burden that we now place on women with, with the way we do things now, again, in general, not saying it for everybody, but without realizing it, as I said, only six or seven years ago, I just always thought I would find somebody, fall in love, and we would just put it together because I had no concept of, that you don't do it that way, right? Like, right. like it was just absolutely no concept of it, right? Now, when I say no concept, I will say now naturally, as a boy or as a man, you do still see that you still have the idea that, you know, it would be nice that you, you know, you make, you know, make the kind of money that you could just take care of your wife. Like that's in your spirit. You know, it, like it feels natural. I will say that as a man, that felt natural, but it, but everything I saw was the opposite of that. Right. Does right. that make sense? So, no, so there's always sense. this concept. As a, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. It makes sense. Yeah, so so there's always this natural concept that you would, you know, want to be rich. Every, you know, everybody, every kid goes through that or whatever. You want to be wealthy and just be able to take care of your life. Like, that's in your spirit. But, if, you know, life takes you down and doesn't take you down that path to where you're doing that. Then you're just like, okay, we'll just put it together without ever understanding the burden. But here's what I've also seen sometimes since this since this also has been normalized, what I've also seen, just being real, is even a lot of times, even in getting wealthy, because that that stands out for a lot of those men, just like we're living out this like the way we do things now, I say we live out this thing called an extended adolescence. So even for the men who are able to, in a sense, you know, reach a certain financial threshold, a lot of them, because what we're talking about now is normalized, I see a lot, a lot of them just take full advantage and just have as many as women as they like with the concept of never settling down because we've lost hold of the value of marriage and what it means for a legacy, you know what I mean? So that so not only are we doing fifty fifty in in the relationship, but I'm saying a lot of that's coming from be, that because we've lost the foundation of a marriage standing for legacy. So the idea, like you said, of saying, well, what is she bringing to the table, or she should match me, and that kind of thing. So since that has now become the focus, you've lost sight of what marriage has always meant, which is what can you leave for the next generation and a legacy. And the best way to do that logically may seem like 50-50, but I think traditional has proven to be way better for leaving a legacy. Any thoughts on that, Queen? So my, my thoughts on that are that we're now marrying for status. We're now marrying for the likes and, and what it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And and so it's, it's almost acceptable for, 
men of, you know, some income level to have women on the side. And if they travel for business, they've got women in these different cities, and it's become it's become the norm for the wife to, to look the other way because she's got a lifestyle, and, and the lifestyle is what the people see. And she just sucks down that humiliation and pain and hurt and all that other negative stuff. She just sit down because it looks good on the outside. We're no, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing so, we're no longer for the right reason. Right, and so what I what I would say to take this thing deeper, we only got you know a little time here, but this, what I would say the thing that takes to take this deeper is, and again I'm not trying to push us back 50 years ago, you know when you say when you even say the word tradition, right, um, you know whatever whether it's you know the man, you know got a housewife or paying most of the bills or whatever the case may be, but the idea of the roles. When, yeah. when when done with respect, because there's obviously history where a lot of marriages didn't have respect, right? And that's always an issue. If two people come together without any without the fair amount of respect, there's going to be issues. And so so that's what we push back on is because we know for you know just keeping it just putting it out there when we think of patri- patriarchy or whatever. You know the way we've learned it, we've focused mostly on the disrespect that was, you know, involved in that, and that's fair because you shouldn't be disrespecting each other. But what happens is we end up throwing out, as I always say, we throw out the whole baby with bathwater. You know what I mean? Right. Without because, because with respect, what happens is the one in in my eyes or what I think I've learned, and the reason I say I only discovered this only in the last six or seven years is because I've now been hanging out and involved with couples who do things or think more traditionally. And it's not every situation is not that, you know, the man's doing everything and the, you know, and I shouldn't say everything, but the, it's not every situation is not a housewife, if you will, but they just have more traditional thinking as far as how they do things. And I just see the woman highly valued in that situation, yeah. because like I say, the situation you just laid out where you're marrying for status and not for legacy Legacy requires that she be valued because you know she is the vessel to the all the hard work you do to leave a legacy for the children. Because historically, that in, in other cultures, you still see that requirement. Like you are required right. to leave something for the next generation. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. And so when you start doing it for that reason, then I see both people valuing each other for what they do. Or, or for example, at a minimum, like even if it's, you know, because again, growing up in this society, I get that you know a woman has her aspirations, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I've definitely seen situations where, when that legacy and seemingly done for the right reasons, the husbands at least for a minimum say, well, you're not going to work for a couple of years because they want to make sure the first couple of years with the baby is, you know, great. And you know what I mean? Like, like they, they try to set up a situation where they're not just stuck following the FMLA rules or whatever, you know what I mean? Because this society doesn't favor family in the way that a lot of cultures have, or have done in you know in the past, and so you know so some of us is buying into American culture, if you will. But when you buy completely into it, it's typically not favorable to the family. I mean, when you think about that, you know, if you just do the typical American thing, you you 
your children spend more time with other people than you. All day, yeah. And that's not Absolutely. normal around other parts of the world. Yep. And so if we if we find value in especially at least at least during the formative years, right? If we say see that there is some value in that your children are not spending seven hours away from you, eight hours away from you. If we, if, you know, for those who see value in that, then you, then you, then it forces you to say, okay, is 50, 50 or what, what, you know, what does she bring to the table? What does it have to do with what's better for our legacy? Again, when you're doing it for the right reason and including legacy, I, I think it should be legacy before love, right? In my opinion. So if legacy is most important, then you start to see the breakdown of what we're currently doing and, and why, why you get again, a bunch of single brothers, I mean, I'm sorry, it ain't just single homes. We know it's not just single homes, but I'm just saying it becomes an abundance because our mother did everything. And so I think as men, we got to recognize how that is a complete breakdown for what will work generationally. I think we're just continuing to see that failure to the extent that it's just continued. Right. And if you will, Queen, just tell me about like the concept that you another thing that you posted that was very important, I think, just in your in this rundown was just the idea that in you seeing men, you know, maybe take on this perspective, is that that you saw you said something that was very important, that you see men who who actually are looking for that based on their own life experience. But part of the reason that that way is there's a level of resentment that people don't even want to talk about that these men quite often are carrying because a lot of people will say or ask and say, well, yeah, it doesn't make sense. If he's, if that young man saw his mother slave over everything, why would they look for that? Like, why wouldn't they, you know, make sure that they don't treat their women in their future in a better way so that, so that their, their, you know, their, the lady they're dating is not nowhere having to go through with their mother. But you see a lot of men who kind of repeat that, if you will, and, I, and you, you felt like you felt like, you know, some of them carry resentment. If you could talk to me about that, that would be great. I, I do, sure. Um, I, I do feel like there are men out there that carry resentment, you know, love their mothers to death. Um, and, and it didn't really dawn on me until um, last year. And I was talking to a young man. He was talking about, you know, he grew up in the projects and, you know, there wasn't all food all the time. There weren't lights and heat all the time. Um, you know, but he's, he's done very well for himself. And I responded with the, you know, the, the, the catchy thing to say is, you know, our parents did the best they could with what they had. And his response was, I don't believe that. I, I, you know, I love my mother, but I don't think she made great choices. And I don't think we had to live like that. And basically she shouldn't have had us. And I was like, wow. Like, this dude is sitting in front of me telling me that he basically shouldn't be here. And it just made me think about, you know, how men, how single men are viewing single women, right? Like, like a lot of our men think that women are out here, you know, just looking for the come up, right? And, and some mm-hmm. of that's rooted in the fact that 
you know, you you saw your mother looking for the come up a few times. She had the she she had to tell a few lies to a few people to to get some things done around the house, whether it's a bill paid or something fixed or shoes or whatever the case may be. Um, I, I think that. I think that the base resentment of it all is that my mother is the reason that my father wasn't around. I think that's the base. Yeah, that's resentment. a lot in that, Queen. That's <laughs> a lot in that because <laughs> no, because that's the reality. And what happens is somebody will hear, listen to this right now, and kind of think that you're saying this about every man, right? No, but, no. But the truth is that that's a reality for that's a reality for a, a number of men, and it's never just it's never respected. It's never respected, and it's not that I'm again. It's not about defense of black men, if you will, right? But that is a reality that a lot of times that some of the things that they saw their own mother do, it doesn't become conscious, it's subconscious. And so yeah. they carry it and when they see something similar, it actually they like you said, love their mother to death. But subconsciously they it makes them actually not respect some of those yeah. conniving things that they may have seen their own mother do. And so because their own mother pulled off some things that, you know, like a little lie here, a like little lie there, possibly. And again, I'm not indicting black women because, you know, the whole reason I'm even having this discussion is because I want to move from this. But it's just having a real honest dialogue about the fact that it makes them subconsciously disrespect women and and some of them never lose that. Never, never. I, I mean, I. There are so many things now that I attribute to that. The the rise in, um, you know, we have a lot of black men that are saying, and and you are absolutely right. Not all, and I shouldn't even say a lot, but we have some black men more now than than before that are saying, you know, well, I don't. I don't do the man-made holidays. I don't do Christmas. I don't do Valentine's Day. I don't do birthdays. Da 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 da. But a lot of that is rooted in rooted in how that man saw his mother act during those times and be treated during those times. And so a lot of that is just removing himself from from the situation. Period. It has absolutely nothing to do with you know, spiritual beliefs mm-hmm. or, or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's rooted in that resentment that, that we just aren't dealing with. Exactly. And, and what happens is, in my opinion, we don't have you know, a lot of time with this, but in my opinion, to deal with it also, it, it kind of it goes, to me, it goes the opposite of this unfortunate gender war that came, that, came, that continues to grow in our community. And I think, quote, unquote, it's, it's the blame game that ends up being, one, a waste of time. But I think the blame ends up being completely wrong. And what I mean is 
for you know for those who participate, I still don't think the majority of our community participates in it, but it definitely makes it harder to culturally understand one what marriage historically was for because like you said, we've got caught up into doing it for the wrong reasons, so generally speaking, since that's part of what we already are thinking, so we're already starting out foundationally wrong on what a marriage should even look like or a relationship should even look like, but then you throw in the gender war so it makes it even more difficult right. Right? Because that's a part of it. But when I say we got it all the way wrong, it's, it's it's it often ends up being both sides pointing the finger and putting the onus on the other gender. So yeah. much so that there there there's no answers that can come out of that. There's absolutely no answers that can come out of that. So when that man that made you first think about this says, you know, basically she shouldn't have had us because I shouldn't have been through that. Like, it's hard to say, but that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, the that's reason hard is right. To... Let's say you and me. I'm sorry, go ahead, Queen. No, I said that it was just a hard truth. I, and I had never heard anybody, you know, speak about their mother like that. Anybody. I'd never heard them speak about their mother like that. But you're because right. Here's, here's, a... here's what makes it right. Here's what makes it right. If you and I, Said, I said, Renee, marry me today, and you agreed to do it, right? If you did, if you did that today, um, well, and, you know, we and we understand some of the history to what you know. We and we're not doing it for status, right? If we're not doing it for status, then if you and I get married today, then ideally, what are we also going to do? We're also going to plan for our baby so that they never go through that. That doesn't mean you and I can't hit hard times, right? Ideally, you say, if you say yes then we're also setting ourselves up to ensure that that is not the traumatized childhood our children have because we're doing it for legacy. So that's what makes what he said so right. It makes it so right because we people forget we should shoot for ideally. Like people actually think there's something wrong pushing for what's ideal. Like something's wrong with you for pushing because people say, well, that's not how it's going to be all the time. No, it's not that you don't understand that, but we're not even shooting for ideal. And that ends up being the ultimate issue. And ideally, if we could decide specifically for our black children that it is better to consider creating an environment where they're planned out and also not necessarily stuck learning strictly in the American school system, because I don't think that's best for our children in itself, at least in the early years. If we can say those things are good, then we have to collectively discuss what does that actually look like, because what we're doing now, that ain't it. That's all I got, Queen. I just wanted to thank you for getting on this thing with me, but I wanted to let you close us out with any thoughts you have. Um. No real thoughts on this, and it seems like we are in violent agreement on a lot, <laughs> a, a lot of the uh, nuances under this topic. And uh, I've enjoyed talking to you. All right, Queen. Appreciate you. I'll send it to you when it's done. Sounds good. Bye, Em. All right. All right. Take care, Queen.